intersection of faith and the culture. It's Wall Builders Live. We are taking on the hot topics of the day from a biblical, historical, and constitutional perspective. I'm Rick Green, former Texas legislator and America's Constitution coach. Thrilled to be here with David and Tim Barton. And I know when you hear that every, pretty much every day when I say I'm excited, I'm thrilled, I'm honored, whatever, to be working with the Bartons, and you might be thinking, ah, oh, he's just, you know, he's just saying that because they're in the studio. And he's, no, listen, guys, I'm telling you, it, it's the dream job. I get to learn uh, from David and Tim Barton all the time, and they've got the largest private collection of Founding Fathers documents. David's got more of this stuff in his head, and I think Tim's pretty much catching up with him on how much of this stuff he's got in his head. So it is, I mean, for me, that's like a kid in a candy store. I love this stuff. And so virtually any topic about the Founding Fathers or the Constitution or whatever, I get to lean over to these guys and learn and ask questions. And it's just, I just love doing this. So I mean it when I say I'm thrilled to be here with David Barton, America's premier historian and our founder at Wall Builders, and Tim Barton, national speaker and pastor and president of Wall Builders. You can learn more about all three of us at our website, wallbuilderslive.com, and that is the place to come alongside us as well. You can make a one-time or monthly contribution there. Uh, That means a lot, folks. It helps us to get the word out. It helps us to spread the good news and the truth to people. And when you we get that truth in their hands, when when they learn these things, when they get educated about stuff, then they realize they've been lied to most of their life. Uh, and they realize that that there are good principles in in the American foundation and that there are principles of liberty that still work and that there's something they can do about it. I mean, when all of that starts happening, it moves them to action. They go do something. They participate in the process and help save freedom. So when you donate to Wall Builders Live, that's what you're helping to make happen. And we sure appreciate you doing that. Wallbuilderslive.com. Again, that's the place to do a one-time or monthly contribution. And God bless you to all of you across the nation. There's so many of you that have been a part of the solution, and we appreciate you participating with Wall Builders Live. And one other thing before we get started on, on, on today's program, I've been mentioning it the last few uh, days and I guess the last week, we've got a very special constitutional defense course happening at my house. So the dinner uh, at the beginning of the class is going to happen at my house and the Constitution training. It's a small group, only going to be a few dozen people there, and, and, and we'd love for you to participate. If you'd like to come, go to patriotacademy.com, click on the constitutional defense picture, and you can get a great five-day handgun defense course along with Constitution training, but you also get to kick it off with dinner at my house on the front porch where we do front porch live. So hope you'll consider that. Check it out today at patriotacademy.com. All right, David, we've got Sam Brown back with us in a few minutes. And and I'm um, you know, you know Sam for goodness, what, two decades? A little over two decades, because he's been doing our pastors briefings for a long time, even when he was a US senator. But what a great guy. Looking forward to chatting with him today. Yeah, Sam is a great guy. I spent time in the US House and in the US Senate. He was the Ag Commissioner in uh, in Kansas, then was the governor in Kansas, and he's just been so many things. Uh, most recently, he was the religious liberty ambassador to the world from America. Uh, really did a great job of of getting religious liberty going. Other nations that have been fairly intolerant, they started uh, opening up and, and being willing to embrace uh, and, and not just kill people who disagree with them. So it, it's he's done tremendous work. He's been a great friend all the way through. He is a rock solid guy, and as a national figure who is standing for religious liberty and trying to protect it. He recently found himself the victim of something that no one would have ever imagined, and that is that this this religious liberty coalition he has working as, for religious freedom as the America's ambassador, his bank, uh, Chase Bank, canceled him and said, no, you need to get your accounts out of here. And this is what we're seeing across the nation right now. Uh, the banks are saying, we don't like who you are. Uh, Phil Rizzo up in New Jersey ran for governor. And, oh, you're too conservative. Get all your accounts out of the bank. He's a successful businessman, number of accounts. Uh, we, we disagree with your politics. You get them gone. 
Uh, Sam Brownback would disagree with religious liberty. You, you need to get out of here. And this is going across the nation as part of what's called ESG. And we've talked about ESG before, but this is the thing where they're not trying to just cancel companies they disagree with, whether it be fossil fuels or, or coal or oil or energy or anything else. They're trying to cancel the beliefs of people they disagree with. It's social credit scores. And if you're pro-religious liberty, that's not high on the social credit score. And so you need to get out of our bank. And so the, the top 400 banks in the world have committed to this agenda. And that's the big banks in the United States. And we're seeing it happen to people that it should not be happening to people like Sam Brownback. But we also know that it's happening to individuals that we're not hearing about. So we've created a website called ESG Against Us. If you've been canceled by a bank or some other institution because of your beliefs and, and, and they're kicking you out, we need that story. Uh, state legislators this year are working to end this kind of nonsense. We need your story. So if you've got a story like what you're going to hear from Sam Brownback, go to ESG Against Us and tell us your story so we can get the state legislators and get the policy changed. But Sam's a great guy. Unbelievable story that, that has gone on with him. And it's going to be, I hope, eye-opening and even shocking for a lot of Americans to say, we're not going to put up with this. We're going to stop it now before it gets started and going any further. All right. Well, Sam Brownback will be our special guest. Stay with us, folks. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Wobblers Live. This is Tim Barton from Wall Builders with another moment from American history. In 1963, the United States Supreme Court decided that voluntary Bible reading could no longer be part of the school day. Founding Father Benjamin Rush, known as the father of public schools under the Constitution, pointedly warned that the Bible should be read in schools in preference to all other books. He specifically warned that if America ever ceased promoting biblical principles in schools, then we would waste so much time and money in punishing crimes and take so little pains to prevent them. He was right. We now have 7 million Americans in prison, on probation or on parole, and the United States has the highest incarceration rate in the world. Sadly, this was unnecessary, but is the result of no longer teaching the morals of the Bible in schools. For more information about the Founding Fathers' views on the positive impact of the Bible in schools, go to wallbuilders.com. Welcome back to Wobblers Live. Thanks for staying with us. Always good to have Sam Brown back with us. And, and I, I never know whether to call you ambassador, governor, senator, whatever, but you, you've done, done it all. And we just love you, brother. Thanks for all of your service to our country. David and Tim wanted to get you on to talk about some of this ESG stuff that's going on. Appreciate your time today, sir. Happy to join you. Happy to join you. I can go by current title, which is Grandpa. We've got uh, nine like grandchildren, it. so there you go. <laughs> that is the best job on the planet, is it not? <laughs> uh, it's a great. It's the best job I've ever held. So, yeah. Oh no, kid. Uh, I'm the same way, man. I only got three. You got you got three times as many as me, but uh, but yeah, def- <laughs> definitely that's the best title. All right, Grandpa. Then let's go for it. Well, uh, so so this this environmental social governance thing. Uh, it, this is new to most people, and 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 yet it's already starting to affect American lives. This is not just a Canadian or Chinese thing. This is happening here in America, is it not? Well, it is. Uh, I mean, you, you're seeing impact of these corporations taking a stance uh, where they're really trying to move the social agenda, the environmental agenda. Companies are built to really they're, they're supposed to maximize the benefit to their shareholders. That's what they're generally a fiduciary duty to do. And yet you've got all these companies now moving out into agendas that uh, a number of people uh, disagree with. And so you're, and, but it has real world impacts 
on the individuals and the businesses and the, the uh, private nonprofit groups that can be associated by them or can be canceled by them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, that can be banking. That can be, uh, I mean, if you're a business and you're uh, even a merchant account where you're trying to process sales uh, uh, through your credit card, uh, through the credit card merchant services, they can cancel you and, and or hold up money um, and, and not give you access to it. So it's, it's, it's serious business what they can do. Um, and you've had to deal with some of this as well, haven't you? Well, we did. Uh, you know, I've heard people talk about this, particularly I've heard about it from social conservative or religious conservative groups, nonprofit organizations saying that they got canceled by their bank or by their insurance company, that for whatever reason, they just they didn't like what their policies were. Maybe they were pro-life. You know, maybe they were standing for traditional moral values or for marriage and they got canceled. Uh, and I'd heard about this from different people. And then we stood up this National Committee for Religious Freedom. It's a 501c4 organization. We've got people from all different faiths, uh, Christian, Jewish, Hindu, Muslim, uh, involved in it to stand up for your free exercise rights, religious freedom for everybody, everywhere, all the time. Got it stood up, and not four weeks later, we were canceled by uh, Chase Bank. Uh, and they just, I went in to put a deposit uh, in to help get the thing up and going. And the uh, person behind the counter said, uh, that account has been closed. Your money will be sent to you uh, in a couple of weeks. Whoa. Yeah. That's Whoa. Just, I mean, and no notice. No, uh, uh, wait a minute. We've got this concern or that concern. It was just, uh, no, you've been uh, closed down. And uh, uh, we'll send your money uh, back here after a while. I mean, even just from a just from a market, you know, profit business perspective, a bank saying we don't want your money, we don't want you to deposit that money here. Uh, sorry, you know, go go somewhere else. That's just shocking to me, especially. I mean, you're 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 out there for a First Amendment right that you're protecting and 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 wanting to bring attention to. I, I'm just I'm flabbergasted that they would just shut you down and say no, we don't want to have your money in our bank and did they give you any specific reason well they didn't at that time and then we uh, proceeded to you know work on this and naturally that had an impact on us because we had our you know our, our payroll accounts tied into that bank uh, deposit we had our fundraising tied into that and all oh, that wow. shut down so we got to get another bank and we uh, got a hold of them and finally when we got bounced up the system far enough they said well the decision was made at the corporate level it is secret as to why we made this decision, and it's irrevocable. Uh, so that's that's then the message we got from them at that point in time. And I, I'm like you. I'm just stunned that this has happened. Yeah. And, you know, interestingly enough, I'd heard it happening to other people, but I always kind of figured there was some other ancillary issue or something else that was going on, and I just really didn't think about that much. Then when it happened to me uh, and it happened to this group, uh, that's specifically set up to protect the free exercise clause uh, for individuals. I I really was stunned. I couldn't believe that this would happen. And and, and do you think it's? I mean, because honestly, a, a business should want your business. Uh, that's why a business is there is, is profit motive. I mean, if if they just got left wing mindsets that have taken over these corporate boards, that they they care more about the agenda. And, and crushing their what they see as their enemies, someone that's actually fighting for even their right to have these freedoms, uh, but they still see you as their their enemy, that, that the agenda is more important to them than the, than the profit. And, and so these leftists, 
I mean, is it the corporate boards of these massive banks that have that have gone left at this point? Because if it's coming from that high up, I, I, I can't imagine who else it would be. Well, I don't know. And we still don't have an answer from Chase. I wrote to the CEO of Chase Bank and uh, and said, you know, this has happened to us. Uh, he had recently been in front of the United States Senate Banking Committee mm-hmm. testifying about their support for human rights, including religious freedom. Uh, and uh, and we still don't still don't have an answer from. So we've started a wow. campaign, uh, our organization, the NCRF.org, if people want to look at it, uh, called Chased Away. And we're asking people to send in to us examples of where this has happened to them. And then we want to pull these together and start getting them to attorney generals, uh, uh, federal regulators, members of Congress to start investigating these cases, uh, because this is the sort of thing that shouldn't be taking place in this country. Uh, These are guaranteed constitutional rights that are in the Bill of Rights. You are entitled to be able to practice your faith freely and peacefully in this nation without fear or consequences. So this shouldn't be happening here. And we're going to we're going to try to investigate these and, and try to tie some of them down and and really get get some of this changed going back the other way to having backing people's uh, Bill of Rights, their uh, their rights they have. Uh, it makes me feel so much better just knowing there's an effort, right, because this is happening to people, but they don't know where to turn. Uh, so the fact that you're gathering these stories and, and launching, a, you know, essentially a, 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 a response so, and a counterattack, if you will, to, to take this ground back, um, the website, thencrf.org, thencrf, that's National Committee for Religious Freedom, uh, thencrf.org, and we'll have that at, at our website today at wobbleslive.com to, to make it easy. And so if, if others have experienced this, they can let you know there, but that's also the website to go um, you know, get involved with the organization and 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 even watch for you know opportunities to defend religious liberty in communities because a lot of times this happens on the local level and you don't know who to go to or where to get you know information on on what your rights are and that's what you guys are providing at the committee. That's what we're doing, and we're going to start state uh, affiliates around the country. This will be a small national entity because most of the action on protecting religious freedom is going to happen at the state and local level. Uh, yeah. And we want to we want to push on school boards to protect people's religious freedom in public education. We want to uh, push on healthcare institutions to protect people's religious freedom in healthcare, uh, along with in corporations. But we need you know a Texans for religious freedom. We need Virginians for religious freedom to work and focus in those states. This is modeled somewhat after the National Right to Life Committee, uh, where it's got a small national entity and then these state affiliates. I've helped get this stood up. I'm not getting uh, paid anything. We're putting, I'm putting uh, funds into getting this stood up and going. But just really have felt like this is a right we've got to start fighting much more aggressively to defend in this country. I've fought for it a lot overseas, but any ground we lose here gets magnified overseas. We've got to fight and defend this right here. There's a uh, there's a pledge on the on the homepage says I pledge to defend religious freedom for all Americans and all of America's religious communities a freedom protected in our Constitution's First Amendment guarantee of the inalienable right of religious free exercise I will condemn any discrimination bigotry or violence against any religion that is practiced in the United States of America I mean that's a pledge every American should be willing to take uh, folks hit the website today thencrf.org before I let you go, um, you know this this canceling and this uh, just making it harder to to do business and to, as you said, stand up an organization like this that's that's actually defending everyone's 
uh, writes, um, you know, this this ESG effort. There's been a few people bring attention to it, but I think most Americans uh, don't know that this is happening. And and even though I, I totally agree with how you said this at the beginning of the program, you know, you, you hear these stories and you think, ah, eh, there was probably something else going on. They probably did something else in addition to that. To be canceled in that way, there's no way Chase would do this, or they, or this organization would do. It. But then when it happens to you, you're going, "Wow, this it really is this bad." So for those people that haven't experienced this, um, what do they what do they do? And and is this the the old you know let your call your legislator call you know let people know if you hear about it, call that company and say, "Hey, I'm not going to do business with you if you treat people this way." What would you say to the average citizen out there that's listening that's going, "I don't want to be China." But, but I don't know how to respond to this thing. You know, this one's a little different uh, because I really think, honestly, people need to contact these companies. The businesses uh, themselves. Yeah, yeah, contact these big businesses that are doing things like this and ask them. You did, I'm respectfully asked, but, but write to some of these CEOs, write to some of the board members and say, you know, are, is this your policy uh, to uh, eliminate uh, or to not fund or not do business with uh, people that are protecting the First Amendment, uh, my free exercise clause. Yeah. And, just, and start, I mean, I think you can contact legislators. I think people should, but it seems like a new tactic now, particularly on the far left, uh, to go at these companies and to get them to kind of, it, it really shape the political landscape in the country away from uh, some of these things, these basic constitutional rights like free exercise. Yeah, they they've been at that for a long time, for decades. They've lobbied the the not just the politicians, but the corporations and the titans of industry. I think have just given in to all of that, and they need pressure from the other side. Is basically what I'm hearing. And you, you, we we have to have our voices heard as well. That's correct. And re- remember, you know, we lose these sorts of fights uh, at the elite level, at the corporate boardrooms and places like that. We tend to lose. We win these fights at the grassroots level. There are people in the United States, most of the people in the United States strongly support the religious free exercise clause. It's when you get to Hollywood, you get to the academy, you get to some of the corporate boardrooms that they kind of, yeah, no, we don't need that, or we we can limit this way or that way. These are basic rights that were meant to be broadly interpreted and broadly supported, and they are in the country. So, But that's why we've got to organize grassroots movements to push back on these things. Yeah. Uh, well, I think you're spot on. They need to hear from us. Uh, everybody's got a voice. It's got to, it's, it's got to be heard. You know, we saw it with PayPal a couple of weeks ago when they were going to do the $2,500, you know, pop you with $2,500 of your own money. If they don't like what you're saying uh, out there in the, in the public square and you take a position they don't like, now they claim they, that's not what they were doing. But, boy, overnight, I mean, I canceled my PayPal account. I know a ton of people did. And overnight they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa we're, we're sorry, we're sorry, we didn't mean to. So they will respond if enough people will let their voice be heard. And uh, this is another example. Chase needs to hear from folks. Uh, you know, I canceled all my Bank of America uh, accounts and cards and everything, uh, you know, last year when they did some of the, these things. I just think people got to be willing. I guess I guess this way I would ask it is even if it's inconvenient, we need to do it. That's a small sacrifice to make. And so and banking is kind of a, it's a pain to switch your accounts and all that. But the, the, that inconvenience is going to be necessary if we don't want to lose the country. I mean, is that hyperbole or is that, that a fair thing to say? Well, uh, you, to me, these things are ones that they're easier to stand up and fight against the earlier you do it. That's and right. it's like an illness. The, the longer you're sick, the, the harder it is kind of to climb out of the hole. 
Uh, and we've, we've now seen some of these big corporations do things like this. And when we get specific instances when things happen, we need to stand up and push back. And they need to feel that, uh, yeah. that this is just not a cost-free thing that they're doing, that they've got you know some activists that have gotten involved in their corporation and are pushing this. No, this, this is going to cost them. This has an impact on their business model, what they're doing. And I think we also need to tell them, hey, we caught you doing this. You did this, and this is against the free exercise clause of my faith. I am peacefully practicing my faith, and you're and you are doing this based on I, I don't know what you're calling it, but here is here is what's happening. And, and my hope is is that this, a number of these companies will back away from this social activism model and get back to look. What we are in business to do is business. We'll let other people set these agendas in the political space, in the public space, but we're we're here to be a business and to serve people. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to take effort on everybody's part. Uh, this is a great time, folks. Let Chase Bank know you're not happy about what they did to the National Committee for Religious Freedom. TheNCRF.org is the website. So, so not only on, on this issue, let Chase know what, what, what you think, but go to that website today. Take the pledge uh, and join this movement. We've got to protect freedom of religion at the local level. That's really what this is all about. Well, uh, Senator, Ambassador, Governor, Grandpa, Bra- Sam Brownback, we love you, brother. God bless you for what you're doing even now, all the things you've done to, to protect religious liberty and freedom and all of, the, all of these other areas. We look forward to having you back again soon. Sounds good. God bless you guys. Appreciate you. Take care. Give my best to uh, the Bartons. Really appreciate them and what they've done for years and years. We'll do it. We'll do it. Stay with us, folks. Quick break. We'll be right back with David and Tim Barton. Have you noticed the vacuum of leadership in America? We're looking around for leaders of principle to step up, and too often, no one is there. God is raising up a generation of young leaders with a passion for impacting the world around them. They're crying out for the mentorship and leadership training they need. Patriot Academy was created to meet that need. Patriot Academy graduates now serve in state capitals around America, in the halls of Congress, in business, in the film industry, in the pulpit, and every area of the culture. They're leading effectively and impacting the world around them. Patriot Academy is now expanding across the nation, and now's your chance to experience this life-changing week that trains champions to change the world. Visit PatriotAcademy.com for dates and locations. Our core program is still for young leaders 16 to 25 years old, but we also now have a citizen track for adults. So visit the website today to learn more. Help us fill the void of leadership in America. Join us in training champions to change the world at PatriotAcademy.com. We're back on Wobbler's Live. Thanks for staying with us. Special thanks to Senator Brown back for joining us. And uh, and, and uh, David, he, he makes a big point here that, that not only is Chase doing this to him, uh, as you said at the top of the program, we need other people to come forward where this is happening to them as well. And it's going to take a concentrated effort. And we can't just leave these companies. We have to let them know why we're leaving. we got to make sure they know that uh, it's, the, it's this kind of discrimination that's making us leave. And, and, and when it hurts their pocketbook, that's when they'll pay attention. And by the way, this is not and you can't say, well, it's a, it's a company. They should be able to do what they want to do with money. No, no, that that's not this. If you got a bank that doesn't want money, that shows they're not interested in preserving the free market of the constitutional system. They're after socialism. They're after tyrannical government. And so if they have the right to cancel you because of your beliefs, your religious beliefs, whatever they are, political beliefs, 
They're not trying to preserve a constitutional government. They are using their money to try to force their views down your throats. That's what we've seen with major investors like BlackRock and State Street and, and th- those guys. Um, they they have been able to change the board of directors because they own stock in these boards now, and they are pro-ESG. They're causing corporations all over America to become hostile to constitutional beliefs, constitutional protections, religious freedom, etc. So don't say, well, a bank has a right to do because they're a private business. No, they're using your money and other people's monies to move forward an agenda that absolutely crushes the Constitution, crushes constitutional protections, crushes the free market system. And if we lose the free market system, we will live under tyranny. There's no way around that. 5,800 years recorded human history. There's not a single instance of any socialistic nation in 5,800 years that's been able to preserve individual freedoms and maintain national prosperity. So the top 400 banks in the world are committed to this ESG agenda. Um, And by the way, one way to fight this is we can use the free market. And so look for community banks, look for credit unions. These are the guys that are anti-ESG. And the National Association of uh, Independent Community Bankers, they're anti-ESG. So take your money out of the big boys, put them in the small guys, put them with credit unions. These are the guys that are fighting the big banks. They're the ones who are going to help preserve the constitutional system. So th- this really is much more than about free speech or about Sam. Well, he just lost his bank account. You know what? No problem. Go to a different bank. No, no. This is much bigger. This is them using all the finances they have of Americans all over the nation to try to coerce everybody into their narrow views, which are very anti-constitutional, anti-free market, anti-American traditionally. Uh, don't get into this. So Sam's just a good example. Who would have thought it would ever happen to a guy like Sam who is, it's, it's hard for him to offend anybody unless you're really, really hardcore anti-American. And so religious liberty, it set off the bank. And we've got to have banks that are not going to fight religious liberty. They'll defend it. So I didn't mean to get into a monologue there, but th- this is a thing where all of us can vote with our money. And again, we need you to tell the story. If, you're, if you've been a victim of this ESG stuff, we need to know that story. So if you go to ESG against us, tell us your story so that we can get the state legislators so that we can get this nonsense stopped all over the United States. Yeah, David, we don't have to guess on this, right? I mean, we've watched this in other nations. We've seen where this thing leads. Uh, it's a very, very dangerous, uh, terrible path. And, and now is the time to stop it as, as quickly as possible. So, um, folks, make sure that you let us know about your story. Make sure that you let Chase Bank know how you feel about this. And as we learn about other companies uh, and we bring that to your attention, let's let them know as well. Sure appreciate you listening today. You've been listening to Waffle Those Live. We stand undivided. Forever you